So let me thank my awesome sponsor, Gummy Cube. And they ask you this simple question, is your app visible in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store? That means are people actually finding your app in those app stores? Well, Gummy Cube, I think, are the best resource you can have to optimize your app and increase your search rankings. See how you can increase your revenue with App Store optimization. And to, to learn more, go to www.gummycube.com. That is www.gummycube.com. Thanks, Gummy Cube, for sponsoring the show. This episode is sponsored by Apptentive. They are the experts in mobile customer experiences. Now, don't just take my word for it. Let me read out uh, a quote from Urban Spoon, who are uh, using Apptentive. Apptentive's rating prompts have increased our positive ratings and reviews by over 1,000% and helped us to turn unhappy customers into loyal fans. So if you want to find out more and get a free consultation, go to www.apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's all lowercase. Uh, and thank you very much, Apptentive, for being an awesome sponsor. Hi, I'm Roy Adler, the Chief Product Officer at WeWork, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. So welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. This is a special episode, really special episode, because I'm actually recording this in person with my guest. And uh, we are here. Let me explain where we're at, uh, because this is audio. You can't see it. So you need to uh, go through and, and listen to this explanation. I'm actually sitting overlooking a bit of a jungle. There's a monkey sanctuary with monkeys jumping around everywhere. And we are in Ubud, uh, which is in Bali. And we're actually sitting in a digital uh, co-working space called Hubbard. You can check this out actually by going to hubbard.org. And uh, there's a ton of people in here, loads of digital nomads, and I've hooked up with this guest today. And so if you're interested in learning about what the, the dream is, dream of freedom, dream of being a digital nomad, this is the episode for you. Uh, so we're, I'm going to introduce my guest, Mike uh, Gurevich, and he is a software architect. We're talking about apps, we're talking about online business, but more important, we're talking about like the dream, living the dream, and uh, what it's like to kind of travel and, and work and uh, so, Mike, welcome to the App Guide podcast. Thank you so much, Paul. It's awesome to be here. Yeah. I'm super excited for this conversation and for what you're doing and for helping to inspire and share all of us that are listening to create our dream, to follow it, step into it and live it, mm. you know, uh, live the lucid dream, make it real. Yeah, a, a lot of people work, listening to this will be actually, you know, working for a boss that maybe they don't like and sure. they, they, they want to get a taste of what it's like to... Sure. So, so t tell us then, how did you fall into this, first of all? You, you must have been inspired somehow to, to travel and, and whilst working. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I've, I've had several versions of the dream. I'm on a, a different iteration now. There was a point where uh, I was living in New York State and uh, it was about 1998 and the dot-com boom was happening in California. At that point, my dream was to be in California, to be someplace awesome with a lot of excitement happening. I've never been to California before. So for me, it was a very exotic kind of thought to go someplace where I've never been before and to participate in all this excitement I kept hearing about yeah. everywhere on the news and everything was about the internet 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 and um, 
it felt really exciting. And when that began to occur to me as a dream, I didn't have any reference points for it. It seemed like something that's unreal. And uh, I kind of left it at that for a while. Mm. So I had the thought and it incubated over time. Um, and in the meanwhile, circumstances in New York had fallen apart so beautifully and completely to create the opportunity for that thought to start becoming a reality. This is the, the bust uh, after the... This, the was, this was before the bust. Right, okay. And what I mean by circumstances, I mean my personal circumstances oh, okay. in life. Right. Um, the lady I was living with uh, dissolved. The things I, I hope not doing. literally dissolved. <laughs> no, 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 no. Our, our yeah. uh, relationship She's together. She's not lying in a, a bath tank somewhere. No, uh, not at all. She's, uh, I think, and I hope, healthy, happy, enjoying right. life, being wonderful, you know. What happened in New York for me personally at that time was, and I didn't realize it while it was happening, mm. it was the, this, the, the breaking away of the conceptual anchors that I had that kept me in thought locked to that space. Right. You know, and this was, it was critical, it was important because I've come to learn over time that thoughts are super important. And like the stories we tell ourselves will determine the realities we can experience. I'm so with you on this because yeah. I have had to go through my and change my internal dialogue because I uh, left a successful job and everyone knows I've gone into this in the past. Yeah. Uh, but I felt unsuccessful when I left it. Yeah. Uh, and I thought money would get me back there. Yeah. But it, then I started to realize you change the story in your head and you, you kind of like rewire your own Absolutely. thoughts. Absolutely. <laughs> These thoughts. They're super subtle and they're absolutely abstract. Yeah. But they are so critical. They're the blueprints from which everything else arises. You know, it's like yeah. we can look at a building, we can look at a city and see skyscrapers and skyscrapers and think about all the intricate systems that have to be put together so that these things can work and function. Even on a very simple level, like just the, having the metal beams attached in the right way so that they have structural integrity and don't fall over in the wind. Or even just have the elevators working or even just have the plumbing and the electricity and the heating and ventilation. All of these systems, super complex and interconnected, began on a drawing board began right. as a thought they began as something completely subtle completely abstract they began as somebody's dream and vision right so you saying that human beings are a little bit like the foundations of what then becomes a, a, a skyscraper and a building and, and then a city we have so. the capacity for it and it it seems to depend on which level we want to participate in and it might be all levels it right. might be all um, but we have options here whether we know it or not. It seems that for many people, whether they know it or not, the choice to participate is after the vision stage. It's already someone had the vision and now it's, you know, let's execute. Just tell us what we need to do and we'll do it. So they're already participating at the realization level of the thing. Yeah. You know, like the blueprint for the most part had already been laid out. Let's go back to your story then. You were, you were, you were making a change. You yeah. were in New York State. Yes. And then you wanted to go to California. Yes. And, and it was the dot, dot com. 
theme. Yes, yes. And so what was happening in New York was the confinements that I had in my thought structures didn't make going to California a reality. It's like it's something that really can't happen because nobody I knew did that. Most of the people I know would say, why would you leave New York? Everything is here. It's the center of the universe. Right. It, from where I was at that time, conceptually, it seemed like a very wacky thought. And the universe was helping me by removing all of this for me in ways that I couldn't see while it was happening. But in retrospect, looking back, the way things happened were absolutely magical and super precise. It, in retrospect, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant. Yeah. It was painful while it was happening because literally my reality was falling apart. Right. On some level, it felt like death. But you needed to go through that pain. Yes, then, yes. Yeah. For, for the rebirth to occur. Right. For really reaching this point where like who cares nothing else matters like you know if you're gonna live have fun enjoy yeah. this thing yeah you know and like what would be the most fun right now let's go to California right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so once that very subtle thought began to shift from wouldn't it be nice if to you know yeah why not yeah. why not let's go have that experience then all of these other things started showing up. The means to achieve this thing started showing up. But California is still a long way from where we are now, recording yeah, this in, absolutely. in, in uh, Bali. So Absolutely. But you fell into, I guess, technology and, and then... It, it, yeah, California is a long way. Arriving here in Bali had a similar process, mm. a similar kind of disillusionment had to happen for this stage of the dream to make itself possible and it was the same process that had that inner shifting of the thought occur so that literally it could take it to this level yeah you know and what happened and, uh, there is a lot of motorbikes in the river as well so you know monkeys. the background <laughs> yeah. Yeah. this place is great and, and, and uh, it's hard to describe we are actually sitting outside but within a co-working space yeah. the buildings are very open there's bean bags on the floor there's people chilling out doing yoga it's just it's a wonderful environment it's amazing it's it's storybook it's yeah. literally a dream come true i literally this is a dream come true mm. where we're sitting in a shared dream yeah yeah um and it, it's fascinating to be able to create that to, to live in that and it gives so much confidence in the ability to have a dream and to mm. see it come to fruition we're sitting in it. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It is. It's the constructs of a dream. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, and so th this is great because there are people now listening to this who are either in a car stuck in traffic sure. or they're in an office. Um, you know, we kind of think about cubicles, but I used right. to work in, a, in an too. office. And, yeah. uh, and you can't think beyond like your salary or your sure. circumstances. Yeah. But what we're giving people a taste of now is that there are these places in the world that are becoming more popular and easier to attain without a lot of money, but it's more the mindset shift, Absolutely. that's what you're saying. Absolutely. Right. That mindset shift is critical. It, it, for me, it's everything. It, it, 
can change reality so entirely and so thoroughly that looking back on what was 10 years ago compared yeah. to now it's there's there's absolutely no comparison one one is uh, a stick figure drawing the other is seeing a movie in IMAX yeah it, like it, it's 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 so different and because if you think about it Mike you know actually for someone could listen to this and then tomorrow could buy a ticket to Bali could then be here within absolutely. within the space of 15 hours absolutely but there's something stopping them and they go to work instead yes uh, but they don't make I mean I remember this you don't make a physical choice to go to work you feel like it's you have to absolutely and yet you have to make a physical choice to do something like jump on a plane and go work in, yes. in Bali it's the ultimate irony isn't yeah. it yeah it's like to be here it's nothing more than going on the web buying a ticket that like we know how to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, like yeah. so what? It's so easy. <laughs> you know, there's for most countries no need for visa. You just come on in, no problem. Yeah. Like the logistics of this happening right now is so easy. Yeah. It is the most ridiculous thing ever. There's nothing to it. All the infrastructure's in place. We don't have to build Hubud. It's done. Yeah. Internet is here. It's done. There are places to stay. Airlines are here. Like everything is here. The only thing that thought yeah that that thought and it'll stop everything dead in its tracks it, it, just just the softest subtlest I can't because mm. will be enough and it's huge to think that that thought can happen in one aspect of life you know and it might be really simple but if it's happening there, where else is it happening? Like, how much of our life's potential are we not living because we've got some thoughts that are like... Like internal barriers to our potential. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're not true. I mean, maybe some are. Maybe some are. Maybe there's somebody who's like literally paralyzed in a wheelchair that has a thought, I can't walk. Okay. You know, yeah. I think maybe there are stories of people who were paralyzed that changed that thought and actually started to walk. Right. That's a different topic. The power of the mind. Yeah. Right, absolutely. That's why the placebo is the greatest drug on the face of the earth, mm. the sugar pill. Proven in every laboratory test, effective to some degree for every disease right. ever. And it's nothing more than a, like, it's a thought. Yeah. It's a sugar pill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are all the tests that you take, and and, and, and usually there's two placebos in a group of twelve or whatever. Yeah, and they're all effective. <laughs> yeah, because the the recipient thinks they're taking something to cure whatever they're. Yeah, absolutely. So we talked about the mind shift, but there is also, I guess, you need a skill set as well. Sure. Uh, you need to do, be able to do something online, and I know okay. that when we first spoke, yeah. you were working for clients. Sure. You must have some level of income from other. Perhaps we could talk about yeah, that part of your journey. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think this might be meaningful for the conversation. Before we go there, can we go back into California for a moment? Yeah, please. We missed that. Yeah. Yeah. There's something important that happened there. There was. Um, so I arrived in California, super excited. You know, again, I'm, I'm in the dream come true, right? I'm sitting in that dream i'm in california programming for a startup company in san francisco well, let's, let's go there with you then how did yeah. you how did you arrive you know like you know it was talk us about that oh. do you remember the day where it was you, october you must have I, packed up a car or i mean maybe no, you flew it was, or, it was airplanes at, right. at this point 
there was literally magic in the universe helping me, like make this happen. Once I became internally aligned that this is what I want, this is where my joy is going, there was nothing that was going to stop me. I, and it literally right. took that, like that movement from a very, very delicate and fragile thought of like, maybe this can happen to it becoming absolutely everything and nothing is going to stop this from happening. Nobody's no or you're crazy or anything else will affect this like it's happened it's done the decision is made now universe helps and so it does this by chance interactions meeting people like it like these magical moments that one thing leads to another and then before I know it I've negotiated a wonderful package with an amazing company with great people who have been paying me to do some consulting they're gonna pay me to fly over there with a relocation bonus and a signing bonus and I'm like some kid from New York right. being imported into California. Amazing. Amazing. Right? Yeah. So it was. So you had so everything, much help. everything in your bags, packed on a plane, and now you're yeah. landing in California. And also a huge pocket of faith. Right. right? Because. I was going over there, never been there before. I didn't know where I was going to live. I had no place to live. I lived in a hotel for over a month right. until, you know, uh, again, another mo magic moment happened. The, this person I was working with, I was going out of the office to look for another apartment in a place called Alameda, which is a while away from San Francisco. And he casually asked, where are you going? I said, I'm going to, you know, look at this place. And he says, well, you know, I'm moving out of this place. You want to come see it? And it was, on, there's a place called Twin Peaks in San Francisco. It's, it's the very topmost hill in the city. There's this beautiful studio place wow. at the top of the hill overlooking the entire, it was the most and amazing. And you just chanced on this place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like this happens again and again and again. Yeah, I, I, I find this is a pattern once internally there's alignment with this vision and the thing like the, the it will belief, happen it yeah. will happen right. it will, and i don't have to make it happen i like there yeah <laughs> i just have to kind of allow it to happen and not resist it when it does and recognize when it's happening and know that i'm 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 in a flow state yeah and that but i think there's something yeah. there's some there's some element of when you align yourself internally then yes. you start to talk about things and when you meet people yes. like we're making this podcast happen because yes. i'm aligned with my dream of running Absolutely. a show so and this wasn't planned no. at all like this, i just grab out my microphone right? and like, hey, let's have a great <laughs> yeah. this yeah. is exactly like, this is that magic moment mm. and, and and how do we meet you know in hubud i'm working your wife is doing her work and it's like blah 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 yeah. it's like hey hey paul paul hey paul hey hi yeah and it's like magic and it's awesome yeah <laughs> like it's repeatable and reliable that when there is this inner alignment and we're set that nothing is going to like stop this from happening it's just where we're in this is like it's just going to happen mm. it starts to happen and it's amazing it's so amazing <laughs> like the way things yeah. happen you know it's totally storybook yeah it seems that there's there's this channel in life that we can flow on, you know? And like, when we're there, it's as if nature supports us in every way. Mm. In but every also way. like humanity as well. I yes. do find that people generally want to help. Absolutely. And you know, if you, if you 
talk about what you need and you talk about your own like sort of work and yeah. and people jump in and offer like that person who offered you their accommodation when they're moving out so absolutely there's really something quite magnetic about an honest vision and enthusiasm which you don't get in corporate life that's no. what i remember like there was usually no. a, a barrier if you wanted somebody's help hey you know go right. through the department yeah but, you know, yeah and, and it was quite a lot of internal walls that yeah. just magically appeared to get anything done whereas on the outside from free from any corporate structure mm -hmm. people generally especially entrepreneurs startup founders yeah. digital nomads willing to help out and that's what i think people need yeah. to realize listening to this one of the most interesting things to realize lately is that we're totally not alone like we're just totally not alone we're just sitting in hoop with the places packed it is packed with people from all over the world doing this right now and this is like just one place all over the world that's doing this right now yeah and it, it, we jumped to California for a moment and then we were talking about the skill set and yes can we talk about the skill set for a minute? So let me thank who I think is the planet's best app store optimization company, and that is GummyCube. Now, GummyCube are a San Francisco-based company, but they can deal with you wherever you are. They are an app store optimization technology company. Now, they leverage big data from the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, and they use this to feed their algorithms, which helps you to be more effective with search on the App Store. Now, one of the biggest discoveries they've made over the last few years is that web search and mobile search are completely different. So they collect big data, it's called DataCube, and this is from the app stores, not the web search. Uh, so this means that you can be much, much more effective with optimizing your apps uh, for the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So I highly recommend going and checking them out. It's www.gummycube.com, G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. And just thank you, GummyCube, for being such a great supporter of this show. So I have a highly relevant sponsor. They're called Apptentive and they will help you get the best reviews for your app. Now, don't just take my word for it because here is one of their clients uh, who has uh, given a quote, uh, all recipes who have uh, apps in the App Store. This is what they say. Apptentive has given us a way to see our customer feedback and to respond directly to the user giving the feedback, uh, which allows us to have a two-way conversation with our app users. This dialogue is significant because it makes our users know that their feedback is taken seriously and shapes the conversation in a way that's positive for both of us. Go and check it out. You get a free consultation by going to www.apptentive.com. Thank you very much to Apptentive for supporting this show. So go and get a free consultation by going to www.apptentive.com forward slash app guy. It's all lowercase. And thank you very much to Apptentive for supporting this show. Yes, can we talk about the skill set for a moment? Yeah, because I mean, just on, on that theme, you know, yeah. in a way, again, anyone listening to this may have that inner block that says, I'm not gonna do this until I know how to build an app, or I'm not gonna do this until I know how to market an app. And then yet, here we are talking about potential alignment, joint venture together. You yes. don't need yes. that, you just need to know the people. Yes, and also, in the world of apps, that's a very specific context. And it's not the only context by which somebody can be 
doing this. Mm. You know, there there are people here who are working on apps collaboratively, each one doing what they're great at, and you know, finding right. ways to make it beautiful for everybody. But there are also people who are doing other things. They're coaching people. They're having personal interactions with people through the technology and the infrastructure that's here for them. All they need is Skype and an internet connection. They can deliver whatever value they have remotely. Yeah. And, you know, it might be coaching, it might be tax consulting, who knows? There's, if we can pop ourselves out of the mindset that says you have to physically be there to deliver your value, mm. all kinds of interesting things open up. You know, there, there's so many ways to do this. And somebody with some kind of knowledge, they can deliver that personally, but if they start thinking in scalable terms, they can find ways to create a product, make that resellable, build once, sell many. There's like, yeah. there's so many ways to do this. If we start asking ourselves the question of how, how can I? And not why can't I? Yeah, so how did you do it then when we're going to skill set and yeah. how did you equip yourself to then give yourself the confidence to, to kind of make money remotely? Well, I've been programming for a while. You know, so programming is one of those things that it lends itself really well to doing on the road if, if we create that for ourselves, right? Most of the programming jobs and situations are very much inside a cubicle. They're inside a corporate yeah. wall. They're inside very specific and narrow boundaries of so, how someone can deliver their value to their client who might be their boss or whatever their label is, right? Yeah. So it took first a popping out of that mindset and really saying no to everything that was trying to place me back in there in circumstances that were challenging i mean not knowing where to live not having money like yeah. you know like really having the dream and saying this is going to happen and if it's not this i don't want it, mm. it like it might be close really close but if it's not this i don't want it like i knew that and this was pretty recent this was about two three years that it became important for me to be able to travel to be untethered to be able to roam wherever i feel like right. and to do my work to create right and there was this transition that had to happen for that to occur you know and part of that transition was to really learn to say no to the almost and mm. to really have the faith in in this occurring yeah and, and you know it's very easy to fall into that trap i know when oh i left yeah. the city there were people poaching me for yeah. other jobs and i was yeah. kind of contemplating oh maybe it would be different with this company uh, but it became a lot easier when you just try to write down even yeah. what it is you are dreaming about what yes. it is you want yes. and everything else becomes an easy decision yes isn't it is, is that what you're Ab saying absolutely yeah. and it, i don't want that opportunity it's not aligned with my interests. Absolutely, yeah. and it's so critical. What you just said is mm. the thing that makes the difference. It is the thing, it is like, it. we have to go first. Nobody else can do this for us. Yeah. It, if this is going to happen, in whatever way we imagine it to happen, it's up to us. And nobody else is going to do it. There's so much momentum out there that wants it to not be this for us. 
and so you know some possibly for the very best reasons like people who love us and they're deeply concerned and it's so far out of their paradigm of what's possible they think that by telling us don't do it they're keeping us safe well mike let me in let me give you a secret then that's why I set up this show yes. was because I wanted to meet like-minded people yes. who would take me outside of that immediate kind of network that I had. Who yes. were all telling me, "You're crazy! You've given right. up like a, a very <laughs> successful career. You know, you had a good car and a nice. Right, right. What are you doing?" And and it made me get it opened up this whole world of you know people like yourself. Yeah. Who then give yourself the, the uh, comfort from the fact mm. that more people are doing yes. this and, it, and then it becomes easier to make those decisions because it's the norm yes yeah. and isn't that so interesting mm. that like there is this it's as if we're watching television and like we're stuck on this one show that we don't really like but like we're stuck there and like for whatever reason we can't change the channel it's like this same old show we go to this job we don't like it we know we don't like this set of circumstances but you've been conditioned all your life for that right because you go to school and yes. school is all about grades yes. and then it's university and then yes. so there's a path and like 90 percent of people take that path it's all about pleasing somebody else yeah. it's all about please the professor it's all about please the parents it's all about it's all about getting some sense of validation from somebody else's sense of your worthiness in that if like you perform up to some standard that they set for you and call normal which is like the worst word ever then there's some level of acceptance but if there comes a time and it certainly come for me I imagine it's come for you that that mm. box of normal and you know trying to live into somebody else's version of their dream just does not work and the way we know it doesn't work is because we can feel it. It feels miserable. It feels horrible. Where's the meaning of life? Why am I pissing away this amazing gift mm. of life, of being able to walk this planet and like m miracles everywhere? This place is insanely amazing. And we got this crazy infrastructure set up that we didn't have to do anything for. We're born into it. I never had to launch a satellite. I never had to build an airplane. I didn't create the internet, but all these things are here. Yeah. I just have to show up and like find something that I love and try to contribute something worthwhile to the world. What? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's amazing. And no one's ever really thought about it, have they, like that? It's yeah. amazing. It's like everything is set up. Yeah. It's it, all we have to do is have that internal shift and just like accept it. And like, and try it. And it's literally, like you said, it's nothing more complicated than buying a ticket, getting on a plane, yeah. <laughs> yeah. eating some food in the air, you know, landing down in Denpasar, saying hi to the customs people, grabbing your luggage, taking a cab, you're in Hubud. What? <laughs> Is that easy? It's that easy. <laughs> it's totally yeah. that easy. It is. You know, now, for that's after the internal shift is made and yeah. that's after the alignment happens and that's after saying no to everything that isn't it happens mm. that's that's after all of the internal work happens that then is reflected externally for the circumstances to make themselves possible it doesn't have to be somebody can just say you know f this i'm gonna take a week off my boss can suck it and i'll be right back buy a plane ticket come on out yeah, you know, try it first a, before you quit your job. Maybe right, that's the yeah, yeah, of course. One great book for this is the Four Hour Work Week. It's like the Bible of this thing. 
by Tim Ferriss, um, and highly suggested to to your audience that Tim Ferriss four hour work week laid out the plan basically, you know, including how to create this and navigate it within a structure of employment and having the job. And it, it seems to be pretty simple. If you can find a way to translate you coming over here or wherever you like into dollars and cents and how your efficiency will be increased, it'll happen. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Companies, profits and losses. You know, I can do better work for you if I'm out there. But also the other side of it, and I know I've experienced this myself when I started my, my first company after leaving my corporate job, yeah. is that expenses are very low. Oh my God, um, yeah. <laughs> the exchange rate, magic. Yeah. And <laughs> also, like so, kings yeah, and queens out here. It's <laughs> it just seems like craziness to, to set up a company and, and I had to buy uh, uh, an office space, uh, right. employee staff, right. yeah. and all that stuff, and, yeah. and my savings were getting whacked. Yeah. If I'd come out here and set up an internet business, yeah. even if it failed, I could have supported myself yes. for years without that. Yes, money. Mm. isn't it amazing? I know. It, it it it's so possible. It is like so. Everything is in place for this. Yeah. yeah. And the skill sets. There's some obvious ones, of course, but if we really get creative about it, we can just keep finding new ways to deliver that value. Yes. And to find new customers and clients and audiences that you could have never imagined. Because when we open up our range of possibilities in our thought, all of a sudden, all of these new things become available. Mm. Yeah. So if before we were used to being in one place, working with one sort of person or one sort of company, when you open the floodgates of possibilities in the thought, things show up. And yeah. there's all, I mean, literally, there's so many things that can happen. You can be a teacher through the internet. You can show people how to cook. You can, I guess, be a doctor through the internet. You can yeah. be a lawyer. You can well, we've consult. had an episode can, on that. We've had an episode yeah. where a doctor is using an app. And, yeah. Basically uh, doing his analysis over the uh, app. So, yeah, lots of opportunities and possibilities. What are your plans then? You're moving onward from Bali soon, I, I know. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. This is, this is what's fun about all this. In three days, I'm going to Singapore. Never been there. Super excited. From there, I'm going to go to Thailand. Never been there. Super excited. <laughs> I think I'll come back for two months, which I'm very happy about. But I also think maybe I'll go to South Korea. Maybe wow. I'll go to Japan. It doesn't <laughs> much matter because now it's everything is free. I have no anchors. It's like... Yeah. Anywhere there's internet connection, which is like in so much of the world right now, I'm good. Like, yeah. it's been set up. It, like, I'm free. You just need to show up. Exactly. Now, it, that is freedom, isn't it? it I mean, that's ultimate freedom. Oh, my God. I have To never, wake up and not know which country you could potentially be in next week. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, I guess a lot of any. it depends on who you meet along the way as well. Sure, yeah. because, you know, the magic is happening as we speak and yeah. it keeps unfolding, you know, and it's like, it's being in the flow now and it's like, it's all open and, you know, where do I want to go? Anything's possible. And literally, it's not even a far-fetched thought anymore. It's like a reality. It's, mm. I rely on this. Anything is possible. I'm supported. Everything is good. I might walk out of here and get hit by a truck. That might happen. But... Whatever, that's life, right? For now, everything is, actually is possible. Quite a high likelihood over here as well. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and it's so fun. It's so yeah. fun. Crazy. Yeah, one thing about Bali really appreciated is that driving, riding scooters here is a spiritual practice. 
It is absolutely a spiritual, and I think we can learn something from them about living the dream. And what I mean by this is, in most places that I've been to, the roads and the right way of driving are very predefined. You know that you have these lines, you're supposed to stay in these lines, you can't veer off here, you can't go there, you have to keep, all yeah. of the rules are set up for you. And to drive correctly and not get into trouble, like, you have to follow these rules. Out here, it's madness. It is crazy. There's no right way of the street. There's no wrong way of the street. There's, like, everything is everywhere all the time. And what I mean by spiritual practice is that to be able to navigate this on some sort of motor vehicle like a scooter, you have to be totally present and aware of everything going on and be in the flow of this super dynamic and yeah. constantly changing streams of energy traffic yeah and actually just on that the, I mean I guess we'll, we'll wrap up soon but the I have to talk about the culture over here yeah. in Bali and yeah. you know let's face it there's not a lot of poverty over here or at well, least um, the, the standard of income is a lot lower yeah but it's very noticeable how happy everyone is yes. and this is not just recent I remember visiting Bali many years ago and it's exactly the same thought I had back then people are very happy yes, yes. compare that to walking around central London oh anywhere you know it's what is it about it's certainly no alignment between money and happiness no. No, no, it, it absolutely. Do you doesn't. think it's a spiritual thing or a cultural thing? What do you think? Uh, well, one thing is clear here is that spirituality is everywhere. There is no distinction between that which is spiritual and that which isn't. It's everything is spiritual, mm. and it's evident everywhere. There's nowhere you can look where some symbol of spirituality, recognition of universal help and power and grace is not is not here I mean it's everywhere there are people giving offerings all the time there are statues to deities and gods and there's this constant never-ending acknowledgement of something greater than ourselves and it, it, I think it transcends any religion or any label or it's it's beyond that it is I think people need to here. people need to come over and experience it. Really. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to explain, but certainly it's. I think we can learn something. Absolutely. From, from this culture. Absolutely. And, you know, for all those people listening who are into commercialism and yeah. and oh yes, I'll, I'll I'll be happy when I get a bigger house, bigger car. That's backwards. It, it's it is. That's backwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happiness first. Yes. Yeah, and and that's that's one of the things that uh, seems to be repeated again and again and again across all the different religions and all the different teachings is that um, it, the kingdom is within, mm. you know. Seek that first. Go inside, find that happiness, radiate outward, create from the inside, find your truth and be that. Find your truth and be that. And then all else will come, you know. So not money first and then happiness, That's that's... Well, I don't know. For me, for me, that's the case. You yeah. Know, but also, I've learned as well. My sort of uh, take on this is that if you condition the mind to say, "I will be happy when and if," yes, you're always like setting it uh, out out there, but you're not living it. Yes. And so you don't know. It is a bit of an art how to learn to be happy. You have to. Oh yeah. Gratefulness and all sorts oh, of stuff. Oh yeah. So. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if I could share just one thing that I yeah. think is critically important, and I could summarize 
California really quickly too. After a while, I found myself working just to make money, living in the paradigm of money first, happiness later. That led to intense, intense inner pain. No substance in life. What's the point of living? It was a soft, suicidal place. You know, right. I wasn't thinking of killing myself physically, but it's just a matter of degrees away. What's the point of life? Mm. And this began this wanting to search and create this thing. And, you know, what I mentioned before about the kingdom is within, that's the result of a deep search of truth and trying to find something that I can stand on in this world. It was across all religions, it was across all the teachers, it, the correlations across all of them are these two things, is that the kingdom is within and one of the main ways within is meditation. So after being completely disillusioned with living for the money, sitting in a cubicle, no meaning, I let everything go and moved to Fairfield, Iowa, where what happens is meditation. There's not much else to do there besides meditation. There's nothing to do other than to go inward and really make contact with that point of truth within ourselves. Yeah. Once that contact was made and cultured over some time, the seeds of this dream that we're both sitting in right now, our versions of it, were sown. And the strength to have the faith to keep moving in it and to say no to the almost good so that the absolutely excellent can become manifest became real. We're sitting in it. And so meditation for me has been yeah. the greatest turning point in life. You know? Well, I've actually had an episode on meditation, yeah. so if anyone wants to go back to that, it's uh, one of the earlier episodes yeah. with a guy called Michael Jacobs, uh -huh. and he was uh, wonderfully explaining uh, the benefits of meditation. And I use an app as well, obviously yeah. an app <laughs> called Headspace, nice. and I think it's a very good app for anyone who wants to start to get into meditation. Yeah. And I've also built an app yeah. about meditation with Michael Jacobs. That's awesome. Meditation for beginners. Nice, uh, nice, 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 yeah, nice. Yeah, needs a bit of updating, but uh, yeah. So love to check that out. It sounds really cool. So Mike, how um, best can people reach out and connect with you? Because I know that you'll definitely have hit some kind of nerve for a lot of different people. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? Um, well, uh, they can write to me by email. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I could do is I could put everything on the show notes if you want. So sure, that would be great. If, it, if it's okay to put your email yeah. and anything else you give after. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That sounds really cool. And I'd be happy to share questions and insights and anything that people might find useful. Yeah. You know, if I can really share anything is that that dream that you might have that is perhaps very faint and, and tender it can absolutely become real. It can absolutely become real. Yet you have to go first. No one else can do this for you. You have to believe in it and, and nurture it. Nurture it like a little seedling that'll blossom into an oak until one day you're sitting under it in the shade drinking your iced tea saying, wow, my life is amazing. But it's up to you and nobody else. And uh, I, I wish you all amazing, amazing storybook lives Mike this is truly uh, excellent we'll definitely uh, have to have another chat at some point but for now 
yeah uh, thanks very much for listening to this episode and uh, and thanks Mike <laughs> thank you Paul so remember to go and check out www.gummycube.com that's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E dot com who are the world's best app store optimization company and I highly recommend uh, using them to improve the optimization of your apps and help them get discovered in the app store and use their algorithms and their data cube from the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So www.gummycube.com and thanks to GummyCube for being such a great supporter of this show. So let me remind you that this episode has been sponsored by Apptentive. Now you can go and sign up for a free mobile app consultation by going to apptentive.com forward slash app guy that's all lowercase apptentive.com forward slash app guy all you need to do is complete a form and what they'll do is they will evaluate uh, an overall app experience and information about how apptentive can increase your apps ratings and reviews so go to www.apptentive.com forward slash app guy get that free consultation and thank you apptentive for supporting this show So I've had some reviews in and I wanted to make some personal uh, announcements to thank those people reviewing my uh, podcast. It makes such a big difference in the uh, charts. And so Arun One, who left a review, uh, who says insider information. Uh, These podcasts are full of insider information. Thanks so much for making my life as a beginning app developer a bit easier. Well, Arun One, thank you very much for making my life easier by getting up the charts, by giving me a review, a five-star review. Another five-star review from Jeff Carlson. Now, Jeff, I did actually try to reach out to a few Jeff Carlsons on um, LinkedIn, and I didn't quite get to you, but I did meet some really interesting Jeff Carlsons in the process, uh, some whom I'm actually going to end up talking to who are app developers. So will the real Jeff Carlson... If you're listening to this, please do get in touch with me. I've been wanting to thank you personally for this awesome review. Uh, you've written five stars. Stands out from the others. Paul brings really great guests, and together they talk about things we can use. Highly recommend. Jeff, thank you very much. Remember, do go to uh, my podcast. Uh, it's on iTunes. And uh, leave me a five-star review with a couple of comments and it makes a massive difference to the chart position and to others who uh, find this content. In the meantime, thanks very much for listening to this, and I will get another episode to you very shortly.